He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Peter Hood on Shom 97.7. From Réseau des Sports at 20, we welcome Pierre Hood to the Shom Airwaves. Bonjour, Pierre. Bonjour, Pete. Uh, how's uh, life this morning after a Habs win in Vegas? Well, life can only be fantastic today, of course. Great win last night. Sun shining in Montreal. The whole city, I think, is uh, behind the team. And, uh, yeah, it's good. We've tied up the series. And at the same time, we welcome the return of Jeff Petrie last night, too. He's making the rounds today. Boy, uh, was he had the whole package last night, right? Including the eyes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to make a joke about that, too. It's conjunctivitis, as we say. Well, I, uh, Pete, uh, you know what? You're such a pro. I was hoping you would carry the word. You would carry the diagnosis <laughs> instead of me. Yeah, well, I had, a, so I, I, I had a bit of trouble with it at 6.30 this morning. but uh, Oh, you did? Because it's the actual, it's called subconjunctivital hemorrhaging. There, I nailed it. But that's what it is. Wow. It's basically reddening of the whites part of the eyes. You know, when they showed him, they did a close-up of uh, the first shift he was on, Pierre. You probably saw this, too. And I thought yeah. maybe it was a reflection in his visor or something. And it was like, God, what is that? I, it was scary. Kind of scary, but uh, hey, I kind of got used to it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, keep and it brought him luck. Keep it up, Jeff. He uh, he <laughs> yeah. was he was huge in his return last night. He's such a great player at both ends of the rink. Hey, eh? just amazing, Pete. And uh, it's uh, I, I like to play with the numbers, as you know. Uh, the morning after a game, sometimes the, the numbers say nothing. They, they just say crap, and then sometimes the numbers are so related to. Uh, to a, a certain situation related to the high-quality play of a particular player. And you can see the huge impact from Jeff, Jeff Petrie's return and the fact that he was able to, uh, to, to play over 20 minutes, actually 20 minutes and 47 seconds. Uh, it's not that, uh, that he was spectacular overall because you can see he was not necessarily 100%. But Jeff Petrie at 90%, was good enough to have this positive effect, domino effect, on the, the three other members of the big four, quote-unquote, uh, crew uh, on the blue line. Uh, of course, Shea Weber has, a, has an amazing game. But if you look at Ben Sherratt, uh, although he has a minus-one differential at the end, when he played 27 minutes last night, it was 27 minutes within his limits, within what he should do. And not trying to do too much. And, and we've talked about that, you and I, uh, very often. When he feels he has to do more, this is where and when he becomes vulnerable. And last night, it was Ben Sherrod at his best. There are, there are numbers, Pete, in two columns. The hit columns is nine hits. Wow. And the, and the block shot column is three block shots. And the giveaway column, blank, zip, nothing. Mm. Wow. So yeah, that's see, that's star quality. It's star quality, and it's play at your ultimate level within what you are supposed to bring to the game. Because then you realize that on the right side, and I, I understand Ben Sherrod plays the left side, but the bottom line is when Jeff Petrie is there, you know that the transition part of the game will be spread it out. It'll be it'll be shared by the top four defensemen, and uh, I guess that transition was the most amazing thing he brought uh, to the team last night. So just hats off to to his courage and his level of dedication. Yep, and a tip of the cap today to uh, Carey Price. He gave it 110% again. He's at his ultimate playing level right now, I think, eh? 
I think he is, Pete. And, uh, you know, I don't want to read too much into uh, comments and try to uh, to speculate on, on this and that coming into game number three at the Bell Center tomorrow. But uh, uh, once again, last night, he was so amazing uh, and so cool. And, and he was smiling after big saves. And uh, it, it's just amazing what he projects. Uh, and the projection goes to his teammates, but it goes to the opponent as well. Have you seen Mark Stone's reaction when you? Yeah, yeah, I did notice that last night. <laughs> I mean, he, he could have chewed up the the whole roof <laughs> with his with his frustration. And uh, you know, that's that's what Carey Price can bring as well. It's not one save here and there, or it's not one save in particular, but what he can bring is 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 actually bring some doubts in the opponent's mind. And if you read uh, and if you heard Marc-André Fleury's uh, self, um, uh, self-explanation uh, about, uh, about Paul Byron's goal, uh, when he blamed himself for moving too quick and making the, the wrong decision, well, there's only one step further in asking, is Carey Price uh, doing it again? Is he, going, is he slowly getting into his opponent's mind? And uh, at least, I guess it's a legitimate question, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Of course I do. Uh, Corey Perry, you know, with every passing game, I like this guy more and more. God, I wish he'd been a half years ago, too. He is proving <laughs> his, he's proving his worth, Pierre, and especially here in the, uh, in the series as well. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I, I was uh, lucky enough to, uh, to call the Stanley Cup finals in which he was involved, including the, uh, the win uh, in 2007, and uh, he, uh, I was always a big fan of his because I thought that uh, he had the whole package, uh, and the whole package includes the proper attitude, especially in playoffs. And uh, he also plays the mind game so well, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the little scuffle with uh, Ryan Reeves at one point? <laughs> yeah, I did. I saw that. I also saw him. <laughs> I also, I liked his wink to Carey Price. Did you see that? When he, uh, <laughs> Carey was coming to get a sip of water at the bench, and he just sort of gazed over at him, a little smirk on his face, and then he winked. It was like, <laughs> yeah, this is good. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like he got a wink back, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so you give one, you deserve one. Uh, hey. So this one was nice, but when he gave the boo to Ryan Reeves, I was I was I was actually <laughs> laughing like crazy. Yeah. And I said, "Wow, well done!" It was so entertaining. <laughs> hey, and uh, another another thing I noticed last night too: the Habs were a lot better in the playoff circle compared to Game One. It's like they spent the day yesterday just practicing their faceoffs. You would think. Yeah, it was uh, it was once again in the uh, in the fifty percent and plus. So it was fifty eight percent last night. But although it was above 50% uh, on Monday, they, they lost the big ones. Uh, so they did pretty good last night, except for goal number two, when Nick Suzuki was so exhausted and he lost the face-off, the, uh, the, the key face-off, uh, opening up the door uh, to goal number two. But then again, the big mistake at that time was Joel Edmondson clearing the ice uh, too quick. Because, uh, I mean, uh, Nick Suzuki was on the ice for more than one minute at the end of a very, very good shift. So you see there again, things are, all, things are not always uh, by themselves in hockey. They are related. And uh, so this was like one moment that was a bit scary last night. But overall, they were so good in the, in the face-off circle. Philippe Dano for, had 28 draws. 
Pete, and he's 61%. Isn't that good? Not bad. Uh, back in Montreal, the series tied up at 1. Puck drop tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. And uh, some more good news, 3,500 spectators will be in attendance at the Bell tomorrow night, Pierre. Yeah, we won't see the uh, the Cirque du Soleil type of show. <laughs> no, that only happens <laughs> in Vegas. Yeah, only in Vegas, right? Uh, so what did they say? What goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. What so happens in Vegas can... stays in Vegas, yeah. Yeah, so they can keep their show. And uh, we'll try to do ours with 3,500 people. And uh, I'm pretty convinced that those 3,500 people will be as loud as they can be. They will be as excited as they can be. And I think that uh, there will be lots going on uh, around the Bell Center and in the city. Uh, and I think that, uh, you know what, that may be an overrated factor, although an important factor. I think that uh, we can we can live with what we'll have tomorrow night and the players will be able able to focus on what's uh, the most important thing is take a 2-1 lead at home against uh, against an opponent because it's mission accomplie, Pete. You have done what you needed to do. Bring, come home with one win, you know. Yep. Uh, Pierre, that's it. Thanks. And we'll talk to you. You are going to be with us via Skype tomorrow morning, sir. Absolutely. And we'll talk a little F1. It's the French Grand Prix this weekend. Ooh la la.